should 16 and 17-year-olds be allowed to vote? That's the question before the federal parliament after the Greens MP Stephen Yates yesterday introduced a private member's bill to lower the voting age. Lowering the voting age to 16 gives young people the opportunity to have a real say over the politics and policies that will impact them for the rest of their lives. It forces elected representatives to actually be accountable to the young people they represent. And it will give young people the say in our democracy, a say they have clearly demonstrated they deserve. A number of countries already allow 16 and 17-year-olds to vote, including Argentina, Austria, Brazil, Greece and Indonesia. Scotland lowered the voting age ahead of the 2014 independence referendum and researchers found young people are more likely to vote if they start young at 16. Jan Eichhorn is a senior lecturer in social policy at the University of Edinburgh and he joins us now. Welcome. Hello. Hi. What does your research tell us about lowering the voting age to 16? So overall, um, what we've seen in Scotland, but also um, some of the other countries you mentioned, like Austria and several Latin American countries, is that when you lower the voting age to 16, 16, 17-year-olds turn out at higher rates than slightly older young adults. That is because they're typically still living at home. Most of them still go to school. So their first experience of voting happens in a more kind of stable environment. And the second thing that we see is that they are more likely to continue voting into early adulthood. So normally we see a dip in voting in the early 20s. Now, what's interesting in those countries where the voting age is lowered, when you follow this through a few years later, that dip starts from a higher level and isn't as deep. So in other words, um, those young people in their 20s turn out in higher rates than similar young people uh, who were enfranchised at age 18. So overall, there's a positive impact on on voter turnout. Okay, so is your analysis that it because they start younger, it sort of builds a routine or sense of responsibility. What's our understanding of why it happens? Mm -hmm. There's there's a number of things that's taking place. One is that that we know that people's political engagement is actually for many people something quite social. It's not just something you do by yourself in your own head. You talk with other people about it. You might even go to a polling station together on a voting day. So in that 16, 17, you have the opportunity to benefit, for example, from having political education in school, discussions with your friends. So it starts building this habit of it being something that doesn't happen so isolated. That's that's the one side, this kind of potential kind of learning it early on in a, in a kind of more stable setting that then keeps going on um, after you had a positive experience. But there's a second really important thing, and that's that society response as well. So what we've seen in Scotland, for example, was that before the lowering of the voting age, only 30% of the population thought this was a good idea. After experiencing young people participating in uh, 2016, that went up to about 60%. So there's now majority support for lowering the voting age. So also the view of young people changes. And for example, political parties engage more with them if it goes well. Do you have compulsory voting in Scotland like we do in Australia? No, it is it is not compulsory, and and turnout, especially in things like the Scottish Parliament elections, tended to be um, relatively low um, compared, for example, to general election to the House of Commons. So, what's really interesting to see is that actually young people who were enfranchised at sixteen in Scotland 
turn out in higher rates later on in Scottish Parliament elections, um, although their first vote was only at the Scottish level, compared, for example, to 18-year-olds whose first vote was a general election, um, which is still reserved a power to the UK Parliament. So although that is, in a sense, the higher-level election, the effect of voting at 16 seems to be the stronger one, even if it has a basically slightly lower level. So interesting. Look, you've also looked at Germany specifically where the vote has been lowered in some states. What's happening there? Yeah, it's quite interesting in Germany because um, similarly to the UK, each um, kind of of the 16 states decides for their state and local elections what the voting age is. So in Germany, you have some states where you can only vote at local level, some at 16, at some at um, state level even, and in some you can only vote at 18 for all elections. What's happened now in Germany on top of this is that for the European Parliament election, the German Bundestag has lowered the voting age to 16 as well, but for federal elections, still 18. So it's a big, big mix, basically. Two things that we see. One, in those states where young people can vote at state level at age 16, turnout later on in their 20s is higher in uh, the German federal elections as well. So we see, again, a similar kind of impact as we've observed in Scotland. But second of all, the sort of mix of I can vote in some elections at 16, some at 18, that frustrates young people. Once they become engaged, they want to stay engaged. So um, it's not a good idea to um, just say, here's a little bit of democracy for you, basically. Um, You can basically trust young people to engage. We don't see any of the negative things people fear. To the contrary, young people might have a bit less factual knowledge when they're 16 about politics. But if you give them the vote, they become more informed. So the causality is actually the other way around. Enfranchisement can help get young people uh, more informed and interested in politics. Does lowering the voting age benefit progressive political parties? Do younger voters, the 16 and 17 year olds, skew left? That is quite interesting. There's quite a lot of difference between countries. Now, initially, in many countries, we have a tendency for young people to express more kind of centre-left and Green Party views. But having said that, it doesn't always stay like that. So in Scotland, for example, while overall young people skew more left, actually after the lowering of the voting age, which happened um, initially against the Conservative Party, but then in the second vote was unanimous. The Conservatives changed their view in Scotland on this. The Conservatives also gained amongst 16 and 17-year-olds. In Austria, at one of the most recent presidential elections, not the last one, but the one before, actually the right wing candidate was the most successful amongst young people. So it is not always set in stone that young people vote centre-left. When they are enfranchised, what we find is the younger a person is, the less fixated they are on a particular party. So they're open to arguments and engagement. So overall, yes, more of a tendency to vote centre-left, but that's not set in stone. It depends on how well political parties engage with young people. That is ultimately the most important thing. How interesting. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Jan Eihorn is a senior lecturer in social policy at the University of Edinburgh. ABCRN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.